CBD as nature intended it. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, The Present Truth. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Today, I'm going to begin with the book of Revelation, chapter 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. He sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was, and which is, is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. He has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he comes with the clouds, every eye shall see him, they which also pierced him, and all the kindreds of the earth will wail because of him. Even so, amen. Verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, which is to come, the Almighty. We are in the end of days, the time where Christ's return is imminent, and we have, uh, many in the body of Christ have been stating this since the 70s, but thing, there, are, there are prophecies that have to take place before he comes. Uh, there are verses in the scripture that can only take place there are there are prophecies that can only take place in the final decade before Christ's return uh, I have discussed many of these scenarios or, or things that have to happen one thing is the Antichrist 
the coming Antichrist will sign an agreement with the nation of Israel. That will take place in the last decade. The tribulation, the seven years of tribulation and the days that follow will take place in the last decade. The uh, prophecies of Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39, the prophecies about Russia and the nations that will come with Russia uh, to the mountains of Israel, the present-day Jordan, will occur in that last decade. Israel will have a, early in that last decade, Israel will have a campaign to uh, remove all of the terrorist groups that surround Israel and will be victorious in that early in the last decade. We are very near that time. Today I'm going to methodically, and I know that many of you will not be able to sit for the full three hours. But today, I'm going to give you the prophecies of the children of Ammon who will be judged and punished in early in that last decade. In this last decade. We are in that decade. The children of Moab. These are the children of Lot. Ammon and Moab. Edom, who is, is Jacob's twin brother Esau. In the last decade, the prophecies that have uh, that are in Ezekiel, in Jeremiah, for all of these three families that I've talked about, they are detailed accounts of the punishments early in the last decade. The prophecies for these three nations, these three peoples, Ammon, Moab, and Edom, have yet to take place. There is prophecies about the city of Damascus, not a people, but a city, Damascus. It will be completely destroyed in the last decade. Uh, the terrorist groups in Lebanon will be punished in the last decade. Ishmael, the children of Ishmael, the son of Hagar, uh, Abraham's first child through Hagar, the prophecies of Ishmael, uh, they have not yet occurred. There are prophecies that will, again, take place and be fulfilled in the last decade. Uh, Ishmael, you can say most of the, the children of Ishmael live in present-day Saudi Arabia. And there is a complete prophecy of these nations in the... Israel is going to have four wars, basically, in the last decade. Initially, Israel is going to clear the surrounding, her surrounding borders, clear the borders of the uh, families that have persecuted always... Uh, that have persecuted and have always afflicted Israel. These families, the prophecies, have yet to occur. 
Again, I'm going to talk briefly during this next three hours about Russia and Russia's invasion into present-day Jordan, which will be owned by Israel at some point. And in these initial wars of Israel's, in the first of these wars, Israel will invade and take over the landmass of present-day Jordan. That is basically war number one. War number two will be when Russia, Iran, Turkey, many nations in Ezekiel 38 and 39 attack Israel. Israel, once she takes over the area of present-day Jordan, then these nations, Russia, Iran, Turkey, some of the old na the nations from the old Soviet bloc, Ethiopia, Libya, will attack with Russia in the area of present-day Jordan. That is Israel's conflict number two. The third conflict that Israel is going to have in the final decade. These all, all these four that I'm mentioning, they will take place in the last 10 years. We are in the last 10 years. The third conflict will be when Antichrist eventually will invade Israel. Israel will sign an agreement with a coming world power we know as Antichrist. They will know Antichrist as the uh, abomination of desolation. But before he becomes the abomination of desolation, three and a half years prior to that day, he will sign an agreement with Israel. And in that agreement, I believe that Israel will make that agreement with this coming individual and in it, the request will be that now that the individual is a world, the great supreme world power, the request is, uh, the request of Israel is, do not invade Israel. But he will invade Israel. That would be the third basic war. And then the final will be Armageddon, when all of the nations decide to invade Israel. So, we in the last decade, I'm presenting to you four scenarios for the nation of Israel. In the last decade, I presented already the different families that surround Israel, from ancient families, Moab, Ammon, Edom, the Philistines, and all of this is in the book of Psalms, chapter 83. Psalms 83 gives a, an insight into what Israel will do in this initial war that she fights with these, these uh, children of Lot. Now, I'm going to begin the children of Lot... Moab and Ammon. I'm going to I'm going to read in uh, Genesis 19:19. 19, 
And this is uh, the account of Lot living in Sodom and Gomorrah. And in verse 19, the last night before Lot leaves that area, two angels come to the city of Sodom. Lot is sitting near the gates of the city. He sees them. He gets out, goes to meet them. He bows to show respect and says, Sir, please come to my house. Sirs, please come to my house. I will serve you. There you can wash your feet, stay the night. Then tomorrow you can continue your journey. The angels answered, No, we will stay the night in the city square. But Lot continued to ask them to come to his house, so they agreed and went with him. Lot gave them something to drink. He baked some bread for them, and they ate. That evening, just before bedtime, men from every part of the town came to Lot's house. They stood around the house and called to Lot. They said, Where are the two men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us. We want to have sex with them. Lot went outside, closed the doors behind him. He said to the men, No, my friends, I beg you, please don't do this evil. Please don't do this evil thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man before. I will give my daughters to you. You can do anything you want with them, but please don't do anything to these men. They have come to my house. I must protect them. This scenario with Lot will happen again at the end of the world. And it is happening presently. The uh, sexual perversion in this nation will only get worse. And if the culture of that, of that sexual world is going to spread throughout the earth, has already begun. And that perversion will come from an end-time nation called Babylon the Great, which is America. Verse 9, the men surrounding surrounded the house and answered, Get out of our way. They said to themselves, This man, Lot, came to our city as a visitor. Now he wants to tell us how we should live. Then the men said to Lot, We will do worse things to you than to them. So the men started moving closer and closer to Lot. They were about to break the door down, but the two men staying with Lot opened the door, pulled him back inside the house, and closed the door. Then they did something to the men outside the door. They caused all those evil men, young and old, to become blind. Young and old to become blind. So the men trying to get into the house could not find the door. The two men said to Lot, Are there any other people from your family living in the city? Do you have any sons-in-laws, sons, daughters, or any other people from your family here? If so... You should tell them to leave now. <clears throat> we are going to destroy the city. The Lord, the Lord heard how evil the city is, so he sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out, spoke to his sons-in-law, the men who had married his other daughters. He said, hurry, leave this city. The Lord will destroy it soon. But they thought he was joking. The next morning at dawn, the angels were trying to make Lot hurry. They said, this city, this city will be punished. It will be judged. Take your wife and your two daughters who are still with you. Leave this place. Then you will not be destroyed within the, with the city. 
this is the uh, the uh, uh, the Living uh, Bible translation. It's not the King James. When Lot did not move fast enough, the two men grabbed his hand. They also grabbed the hands of his wife and two daughters. The two men led Lot and his family safely out of the city. The Lord was kind to Lot and his family. So after the two men brought Lot and his family out of the city, one of the men said, Run, save your life. Don't look back at the city. Don't stop anywhere in the valley. Run till you are out of the mountains, till you are up in the mountains. If you stop, you will be destroyed with the city. Do not look back. But Lot said to the two men, Sir, please don't force me to run so fast. You've been very kind to me, your servant. You have been very kind and you saved me, but I cannot run all the way to the mountains. What if I am too slow and something happens? I'll be killed. Look, there is a very small town near here. Let me run to that town. I can run there and be safe. The angel said to Lot, Very well, I'll let you do that. I will not destroy that town. Now it goes from two angels to one angel. The angel said to Lot, Very well, I will not destroy that town. But run quickly. I cannot destroy Sodom until you are safely out of that town. And the other town that he was running to is called Zoar. We Christians in America are in a similar a very similar situation as Lot was. We live in a culture that is evil and the only thing we can do is run from the effect of the culture and we separate ourselves from the, the deeds, the evil of the culture by our righteousness. And we, we can't run without Christ's help. We can't uh, separate ourselves from a culture such as Sodom and Gomorrah without the Holy Spirit. We have to have the Holy Spirit. We have to have the vision of the culture that we live in. If we don't have and don't see that vision, and if we don't, if we aren't able to, to uh, grasp the power of the culture, we can't escape it. But we are in the end of the world, Babylon the Great. And I don't have the verse in front of me, but in the book of Revelation, it mentions uh, this nation as being in the principle of Sodom, and Egypt. Sodom meaning the sexual sins that took place in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in that city. The sexual perversion, the sexual sins. Then Egypt meaning the world, the cosmos. Egypt was a very powerful, uh, it, was, it meant the world. Uh, just meant all of the, the things of a society that that to pull people uh, away from a relationship with Christ and a walk with Christ, the world. 
and with the world in combination, the sins of Egypt, or of the sins of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the power of the world of Egypt. America is, we are truly in a land uh, of a culture of, of Egypt and Sodom. I'll find that verse and we'll talk about it later. I want to get through this with Lot because what I'm going to present now is his what happens after they leave Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot was entering the town as the sun came up. The Lord began to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He caused fire and burning sulfur to fall from the sky. We cannot, the people of America, are not going to escape God's coming judgment on this nation. We don't want to hear that. The carnal Christians do not want to hear that the city that we have grown up in, or the nation, Sodom, is going to be destroyed and punished. Lot didn't want to necessarily see the city where he grew up destroyed. Now remember, early in Lot's life, before he met his wife, uh, he was the nephew of Abraham. He was living in Sodom, and some kings came and captured Sodom. Abraham went with other kings to fight and was able to rescue Lot from Sodom at another time earlier in his life. Well, after he was rescued, Abraham went back to where he uh, uh, lived, and Lot returned to Sodom. He couldn't break away from the culture. We Christians have to break away from the culture. We have to break away from the negative effects of a society that is in decay. Morally, uh, as we are in decay, this nation is going to continue uh, to become more evil. If you can see the future, if you could see the future, uh, and through the, the only way you can see the future is through the scripture, this nation is going to become more evil. And the reason it will become more evil is because the nation as a whole will continue to depart from the teachings of Christ, the laws of God given through Moses, and the Christians of this land, according to the writings of the Apostle Paul in Second Thessalonians, a great apostasy has already covered this land. The members of the body of Christ in all of the seven churches within this country are under the spell and the power of the culture and have become apostate. Scripture and uh, the teachings of Christ 
they say and would believe are important, but they really, in the for the mass of the Christian community in this country, they don't they don't believe they don't see how necessary the teachings of Christ are, so that you can walk a holy walk, live godly. The teachings of Christ are ignored, really. That's just the way it is. The prophecies are laughed at for the time in which we live in. We're not in the last decade. There's no way we could even know that we'd be in the last decade. We don't know when Christ is going to return. Some say. <coughs> they say that uh, he, he could come at any time. He could come even in the next hour because he's coming mysteriously. That's not what the scripture says. Before he comes, there are things that have to take place. Certain things must, prophecies must take place before Christ returns. But some Christians believe he can come at any second. Well, he can't. We're going to go through a hardship that we've never known. We'll be back to go into the second hour. Rick Rodriguez. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. A soldier in Afghanistan whose neck had been deeply sliced by shrapnel had a pressure bandage applied for several hours, but no clot had formed. The pressure bandage was removed, bleed stop was applied, and within two minutes the bleeding had completely stopped. Bleed stop. Safe in the wound? Find bleed stop on the KHNC website. Simply click on the bleed stop button at the top of the page. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal Basic Income where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension 
while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Okay. Uh, for those that are that are dropping off to go to assembly, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. You can go to the podcasts and listen to the program. Um, okay, Lot was entering the town as the sun came up. The Lord began to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He caused fire and burning sulfur to fall from the sky. He destroyed the whole valley, all the cities, the people living in the cities, and all plants in the valley. Lot's wife was following him, looked back at the city. She couldn't break away from the culture. Many of the Christians in this country will not break the hold that the culture has on them. And because of that, they will have no productivity in Christ. None. They will be worthless. They will be uh, without any benefit to the kingdom of heaven. The Holy Spirit... Uh, said in the book of Genesis chapter 6 that his spirit will not always strive with man. Not only not only the uh, ungodly but he will not strive even with his own people. The Christians, God, the Holy Spirit, Christ is warning the children in America, his children, that if you are fruitless, if you don't bear fruit, if you are like the salt, if you've lost your killing effect, if you have lost your light and you, you are just here occupying without any benefit to the kingdom of heaven, you're still going to be with Christ eternally. But you're going to be like John chapter 15, like branches that have withered. You're going to be gathered by men and you're going to be persecuted. The, the children of God that uh, take their walk with Christ seriously, you have all of the very best of God's protection, all things. We believers, we are His children. God desires the very best for all of us, and He performs miracles on our behalf, but for the purpose of getting us to return to Him, to walk with Him, to obey Him. 
Lot's wife looked back. She became a block of salt, pillar of salt. The next morning, Abraham got up, went to the place where he stood before the Lord. Abraham looked down into the valley toward the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. He saw clouds of smoke rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. God destroyed the cities in the valley, but he remembered what Abraham had said. So God let, sent Lot away from those cities before destroying them. Lot and his daughters is the next part portion. Lot was afraid to stay in Zoar, so he and his two daughters went to live in the mountains in a cave. One day the older daughter said to the younger, Everywhere on, our, on the earth men and women marry and have a family, but our father is old, there are no men around here to give us children, so let us get our father drunk with wine, then we can have sex with him. That way we can cause our father to keep our family alive. That night the two girls went out to their father, got him drunk with the wine. The older daughter went and had sex, sex with him. He did not know when she came to bed or when she got up. The next day the older daughter said to the younger daughter, Last night I went to bed with my father. Let, let's get him drunk with wine again tonight. Then you can go and have sex with him. In this way we can use our father to have children, and our family will not come to an end. So that night the two girls got their father drunk with wine. Then the younger daughter went and had sexual relations with him. Again, Lot did not know when she came to bed or when she got up. Both of Lot's daughters became pregnant. The, their father was the father of their babies. The older daughter gave birth to a son, named him Moab. Moab is the ancestor of all the Moabites living today. The younger daughter also gave birth to a son. She named him Ben-Ami. Ben-Ami is the ancestor of all the Ammonites living today. Okay, so today, east of the nation of Israel, in present-day Jordan, you have two families. You have the Ammonites and the Moabites. These are the children of Lot. That land is called Jordan. Ammon Jordan is named after Ammon, the younger of the two boys. Moab is in the center part of present-day Jordan. The Ammonites live more to the north. The Moabites' land was more to the, to the south. That land will soon become the property of Israel. That land is east of the Jordan River, all the way up to Amman, Jordan, and south down toward the uh, area of uh, the Sea of Aqaba. Now, further to the south, you have another family, the family of Esau. This was Jacob's twin brother. Jacob went east. Esau went south just below present-day Jordan, or in the southern part of present-day Jordan. So in that area, you have three families, Ammonites to the north, Moabites in the middle, and then the seed, the children of Esau, further to the south, or Edom. There are prophecies 
about these three families. And one of the prophecies is that they are going to go to war with Israel, and Israel is going to be victorious. This war has not yet taken place. It is going to take place very shortly. When that war is concluded, Israel will own the territory of present-day Jordan. It will, once Israel owns that property, once Israel has removed all of the enemies from that area, then the next set of prophecies concerning Russia can occur, but not until then. So, I'm going to stay with Ammon, Moab, and Edom presently. I'll stay with that. I'm going to walk you through this. If, and one thing about Bible prophecy, God's children, it is instinctive in them to, they have a sense, they have a uh, intuition And things have to happen to get their attention. Nothing gets the attention more than, well, there are a couple of things that get the attention of the children of God, the true born-again people, and the world in general, is persecution. And for the Christians, when persecution comes, Persecution will drive you back to the Lord because you instinctively know you need His help and you will instinctively desire His help. But if you don't listen to Him early on in your time of need, He won't hear you. So the warning to the Christians in America by God through the Scriptures today is... Begin, you better pay attention. God created the seeing eye and the hearing ear. Pray that God will anoint your eyes with His Holy Spirit so you can see the time we're in. That He will anoint your ears so you can hear what He is speaking to you directly. Persecution will drive God's children back to Him. But even with persecution, not all of God's children uh, they, they, not all of uh, God's children uh, if, you, if you come with your lip, uh, you know, with what you speak only, but your heart is far from the Lord, He's not going to hear you. You honor Him with your lips, but your heart is far from Him. No, you need to really make a turn back to the Holy Spirit. Secondly, when prophecies begin to take place, that God uses prophecies to put fear in His children so that the children have the grace to turn away from what they're involved in, that it keeps them in bondage. 
the flesh, things of the flesh, the carnal nature. Prophecy gives the children of God an idea of the time in which they're in and what God is doing in that period of time. And it is a gives them a clear uh, barometer or compass to move in the direction that God desires they move. And the direction is always back to himself. Firstly, well, very soon, Israel is going to have a war with these three families, Ammon, Moab, and Edom, to the east. And Israel is going to be victorious and take over that area and will own that area. And for the students that have studied prophecy, we would call that area the area called Petra. And this is the area, it's going to be a desert where the children of Israel during the time of Antichrist, that's the area where they are to flee to. They have to flee to the east side of the Jordan River, to the mountains of present-day Jordan. To do that, Israel has to own that, has to conquer and occupy that nation. And they're going to. Now there are prophecies also to the north of Israel in Syria and to the west Lebanon and the city of Damascus in southern Syria. But I'm going to hold those, the prophecies, so I can complete the prophecies with Moab, Ammon, Edom. I think Right now, in my opinion, in my observation, and my conviction, I believe that Benjamin Netanyahu will be the Prime Minister or the King of Israel that will be the Prime Minister when this coming battle takes place. Presently, I discuss this on the present truth during the week. I give little insights here and there. Benjamin Netanyahu, he has the psychological makeup of a king like King David that will do what is necessary to protect Israel and the people of Israel. He has that psychological makeup. He uh, is the type of individual he will work with the nations, work with America, but he's taken a new position since he became prime minister again here in just the last month, six weeks, that now Israel is not going to be the tail. Israel is going to be the head. This psychological, uh, <clears throat> where he's at in his, in, uh, psychologically in his position, with the nations is exactly the type of mentality that a king must have 
especially when the king is surrounded by hostile nations. And I'm going to start with Psalm 83 to give you an insight that you uh, should have concerning the terrorists in Lebanon, in Syria, in Damascus, in present-day Jordan, in the Gaza Strip to the south and west, and down to the southeast of Israel, even into the western portion of present-day Saudi Arabia. The prophecy is in Psalm 83, and it gives you an idea of what's happening covertly in the dark. King David, or actually it was the uh, song of Asaph, he was a musician, but during the time of King David, Psalm 83, verse 1, and he's looking into the future, he's looking into the time, into the last decade. You cannot convince me this psalm is not talking about the last decade before Christ's return or the decade prior to Messiah, Israel's Messiah coming to deliver them. This is talking about the last decade, Psalm 83. This psalm and the prophecies of Psalm 83 will take place in early in the last 10 years before Israel's Messiah comes. Our Christ will return a second time. We're going to go to a break, but I'm going to begin just to begin with. Verse 1. His, his petition is, God, do not keep quiet. Do not keep quiet. God, do not be silent or still. In other words, the psalmist is saying, don't, uh, don't, be, don't be passive. God, please, don't be passive. Don't be quiet. Say something. Don't be still. Do something. Something is going to happen. We see it. The psalmist sees something that's going to occur. Verse 2. Your enemies are making noises. They're in a tumult. They're active. Those who hate you are getting ready to attack. They're beginning to... Uh, they're proud. They're beginning to put their, their chests... Are, are they're, they're sticking their chests out. They're lifting their heads up high. Your enemies... They're preparing to attack. Now, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Back in the USSR. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Hi, 
this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit WarriorsRevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. All right, we're done with Hour 1 of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. I'm sorry, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section for the Olive Tree program. I know some may be leaving, but in the next two hours, I'm going to explain what will happen in the near future. Israel, according to the scriptures that I'm presenting, there will come a time in Israel's uh, history But it can only happen in the time once Israel becomes a nation once again. There are prophecies that cannot, could not have occurred ever before. They will only occur once Israel becomes a nation. And in the last decade before their Messiah comes, our Christ, it's his second return. They, uh, God has blinded the Jewish people to his first coming. Uh, It was a 
blindness put upon them because of the hardness of their heart. They are still the children of God. The promises and the covenants are still uh, they are in, they are still engaged. They God is never He cannot promise and not keep that promise. The promises for uh, natural Israel, the elect, are still effective uh, in effect. They it was said that they would not see Christ. They could not know who He was. They would still fight Him which they do to this day. But eventually, their eyes will be open. But in that last decade, these prophecies of present-day Jordan with the three uh, peoples of Ammon, Moab, and Esau, or Edom, the people in Lebanon, in Syria, in Damascus, the people in the Gaza Strip, the West Bank up north, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, Turkey, Russia, all of the nations, even North Africa, Libya, Ethiopia, Egypt. There are prophecies of Egypt. Egypt, will there will be no hostilities from the nation of Egypt toward Israel. In fact, Egypt at some point will, when Antichrist, his armies begin to occupy Israel, Egypt will move against this coming Antichrist and will be destroyed and nuclear, nuclear destruction. Egypt won't be uh, inhabited for 40 years. The Egyptians will have to relocate temporarily. So, again, in the next two hours, I'm going to talk about that and America. So for those that are leaving, please, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree Program. And you can uh, listen to what I have to say about these prophecies on 1360khnc.com podcast section. Proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop button. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Hi there, it's Kathy from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. I have a maintenance tip to keep your dryer in tip-top shape. Having good clearance in the back, not allowing the vent to be kinked, and check your outside vent for hot and heavy airflow. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. 
have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Godspainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Hi, Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, But the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. 
Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And welcome to the second hour of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The first hour, talking about the coming uh, war that's going to take place where Israel will uh, take over the territory of present-day Jordan, and which we Christians, we would refer to that area, Petra. For the Jewish people in the second half of the tribulation will have to flee to during the time when the abomination of desolation that defiles the temple, uh, that is the sign for them to flee to the east over the Jordan River into the mountains of present-day Jordan. Israel must take over, occupy present-day Jordan for those prophecies to uh, for the protection of Israel in the future. That war is near. It is the beginning of one of four conflicts Israel is going to have in the future. Hour one, I discussed that. I don't have time to go over it and rehearse it for hour two. You'll have to go to the podcasts on 1360KHNC.com to the Olive Tree program for today. Prophecy is God's way to speak to His children clearly, to warn them, and to uh, catch their attention, because we cannot stop prophecy. When uh, the the flood of Noah... You could not stop the coming judgment of God on the world at that time. But God made a way 
for uh, Noah, his wife, and three sons and their wives to escape the judgment. There's always a way. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. We believers today, we need to find grace in the eyes of the Lord, and the way that we find that grace is to be obedient and desire to hear what he has to say. Not only desire to hear what he has to say, but to see and seek to know what he's doing. And prophecy is that tool. It was time for the children of Israel to leave Egypt. If they would have stayed in Egypt as a civilization, they would have been uh, absorbed into Egypt and would have disappeared off of the face of the earth as a, as a people. There was a time when they had to leave Egypt to continue to be a people distinct, separate from the other nations of the world. God had a plan with them. They, they couldn't, he could not. He took them to Egypt to protect them, had to pull them out, uh, remove them from Egypt for their future destiny. They, he taught them lessons in the wilderness for 40 years, but eventually there came that day they had to leave the wilderness and move into the territory that God had promised to them so that they could resume the plan with as a people that God had ordained for them. At the end of the world, God is so specific and detailed in the prophecies of the time in the last decade before he returns. I emphasize the last decade. This is what God has called me to do. There was a the early church. They birthed a plan of God. They brought a plan of God into existence. And they had to, uh, the Christ, his teachings were given to 12 Apostles, these apostles, their responsibility was to take the teachings of Christ and continue to present those teachings to those that they would uh, preach to, those that would become believers, that would uh, follow Christ. And then the, the believers were to take the teachings and from generation to generation continue to present the teachings of Christ, and then also the teachings of the apostles to the church of God. That was the beginning 2,000 years ago. We are not at the beginning any longer. We, in the body of Christ, we have gone 2,000 years. We are now, according to the Scriptures, like the, there was a time for the planting of the wheat. There is a time for the reaping of the wheat. We are in the time of reaping. We are not in the growing season any longer. We have grown. We've been in the field. We, we in the bodies, the members of the bodies of, of these different churches. We've been in the field for two thousand years. We've growing. Now we have matured. Now the reaping is going to occur. There is a time to begin, like this song, 
There's a time to end, time to be born, time to die. We are now in the last, we're not in just the last generation, we're in the last decade of that last generation. Uh, There are no preachers in the country that I have ever heard anywhere that are uh, speaking about the last decade. They're not teaching on the last decade. They're not aware we're in the last decade for the most part. But as, a, as I've studied the, the scriptures, uh, the prophetic scriptures, one thing I see in all the prophecies that I'm presenting today, have presented in the past, will present in the, fu- will present in the future, I see the last decade very clearly. Everything I view, I see the last decade. I view right now Xi Jinping in China. He is getting China as a nation and the Asian sisters ready for Armageddon. America, in the Bible, Revelation chapter 17 is a power. Revelation 18 as a culture, very clear. America is in the Bible. We are not ancient Babylon that it was, that had its existence in the desert, in the sand. We are the final, there are, at the end of the world, there will be two Babylons, ancient and modern. Ancient Iraq and modern America. Jeremiah says, modern end of the world Babylon will dwell between two oceans. Ocean on the west, Pacific. Ocean on the east, the Atlantic. The pastors of America, uh, there has been a a uh, spell. Uh, the the uh, the Spirit, the powers of the air, the invisible satanic powers. There is a blindness. There is a covering, according to Isaiah, that has gone over the world. And the covering is to blind the teachers and the responsible men in the church to blind them to keep them from communicating to God's children the scene that we are living in and the scenario of, of the world today. The pastors of the land, according to Paul's writings and Peter and the other apostles, at the end of the world, will be a a whole assembly, not everyone, but a massive assembly of hirelings. They are hirelings. They are men. It's an occupation. It's not a calling. It's an occupation. They are there for reasons other than furthering the kingdom of heaven. Christ's kingdom. 
We are in the last decade. That is the uh, message that the Holy Spirit has given to me to present to God's children. And your responsibility is to consider and research what I'm saying. I give you the verses. I give you the chapters. I give you the concept, the thought. I present as clearly as I can what we're viewing in the societies of the world using Scripture. And the Scripture and what, you know, world history presently and the prophetic Scriptures, they match perfectly. They match perfectly. They're in step. The prophecies of, that I'm presenting today, Israel must invade present-day Jordan. Three peoples, Ammon, Moab, and Edom, the children of Lot through his two daughters, Moab being the older daughter, the, the, the daughter of the older, the son of the older daughter, Ammon being the son of the younger daughter, and their relationship with Jacob, Jacob's twin brother Esau, who lives and occupies the land in southern Jordan. These three families, God is going to punish. And Israel doesn't have a uh, choice. Israel must invade present-day Jordan and occupy that territory. They don't have a choice. They're commanded to do it. I believe that Benjamin Netanyahu, I, I look at his, I go back to a psychological profile. You are being profiled psychologically by the government. Why don't you profile the individuals in the world that are on the in the press every day? A Bill Gates, a Barack Obama, a George Soros, uh, all these men that are the powerful leaders of the world that are instrumental in all the evil in the world. They are the ones that are uh, that are bringing evil into the world. Well, Benjamin Netanyahu, he is psychologically, he is psychologically stronger and more clear right now. And I've, I've through the years, uh, he's the, the prime minister that's had more time as the prime minister of Israel than any other individual since Israel became a nation a second time, since 1948. He has, I have watched him psychologically mature, and I have never seen Benjamin Netanyahu as the resolve, the clarity, the, uh, the, the uh, decisiveness. Uh, he's ready. And Israel... Uh, he's ready for war. In Israel, the the surrounding nations they know how they know Israel by the day is getting stronger, and they know that if they wait another year or another six months, 
they don't know how Israel will be. Every day, Israel, in all ways, is getting stronger. And uh, Netanyahu has made it clear to the Jewish people that Iran, the closer they get to having nuclear weapons, the closer they are getting to Israel taking action. Well, Israel won't have to take action on Iran. God is going to do that, and Russia too. The last decade. We are in the last decade. Um, the scripture and what's happening in the societies of the world proves that we are in the last decade. In the matter of six years, this country has slipped into sexual immorality. It's taken 200 years to get to this point of perversion in this country like the world cannot imagine. Russia right now is, is uh, protecting the citizens of Russia from the effectiveness or the influence of all of the sexual perversion of the United States of America. It has gone into Europe. It is everywhere. We export a culture that is so powerful, it must be destroyed. A culture of evil. And the people in America, they, they, there's no way they can stand against it. Eventually, the laws of this land are going to be useless against this type of evil. Now, I'm going to, I started in the last hour with Psalm 83. I'm going to continue because Psalm 83 is a prophecy of Israel in her first war directed at the nations around her, Lebanon to the north, east to the northwest, Syria to the north, Jordan to the east, and the Gaza Strip to the south and the west, and to the Arab people that are hostile toward Israel that live within Israel's borders. Psalm 83 will take place as the first of Israel's wars in the last decade. There will be other little skirmishes with the terrorist groups, but this will be a war. Psalm 83 is not talking about a skirmish. Psalm 83 is talking about Israel's all-out war against the surrounding nations in her borders. I'm going to go to verse 2. Your enemies are making noises. They're up in arms. Those who hate you are getting ready to attack. The psalmist, again, is he can see into that last decade, and he can see that the enemies of Israel cannot wait any longer. They are in a dialogue with one another. Verse 3 makes it clear. They are making secret plans. They are plotting against your people. Lord, 
They plot against those you love, those that you have made covenant promises to. Verse 4, they say, come, let's destroy them, the children of Israel living in their borders. Let's wipe them out as a nation. That has always been the objective of Satan, to use men, nations, to eliminate, to destroy Israel from off of the face of the earth, and to stop God's plan. No one will ever, let's destroy them, let's wipe them out, and no one will ever remember them, and they won't remember the name Israel. So not just the people, but even the name, blot out their name. Verse 5, they are united in their plan. I'm telling you right this minute, I'm telling you today, as I'm presenting this to you, the intelligence uh, the different uh, Israeli intelligence, and I believe the intelligence of other nations, they are realizing, or they, are, they know, that all of the terrorist groups in Lebanon, Syria, Damascus, Iran, present-day Jordan, with the, Arab, the uh, Palestinian people or the Arab people that live within the borders of Israel in the Gaza Strip, I, could, I can assure you, according to what Asaph is saying here, he is saying that he knows from 2,500, 2,600 years ago about this plan. Well, the governments of this world know about the plan. They know that the terrorist groups are planning an invasion of Israel. And you know what? America won't do anything about it. The Arab nations won't do anything about it. Because it would be better for America, for the UN, for all the Arab nations that Israel be completely destroyed. They may know that there is a plot and a coup or a, a, a war coming, not a coup, a war coming but they won't do anything to help Israel because it would be better for America to let the Arab or to let the terrorist groups destroy Israel than America can just move right in. America would uh, be rid of, a, of a Benjamin Netanyahu and the Jewish people. Let's wipe them out. No one will ever remember the name of Israel. They are united in their plan. They plot with one mind. They're in one heart. They've made an agreement. They are all united against you. They're not just against Israel. They're against the God of Israel. 6, verse 6. This is Psalm 83, verse 6. The families, the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, they are gathering together in this campaign against Israel. Now, Edom, meaning Esau, these are, again, Esau is Jacob's twin brother. And Esau 
has always afflicted the children of Israel. The Ishmaelites, these are the sons of the children of Ishmael. Uh, Moab, which again is the daughter of Lot, the uh, oldest daughter. I think uh, she was, Moab is the son of the oldest daughter of Lot. The Hagrites, the Hagrites are also uh, a kind of a distant lineage or line of Ishmael, but they're still family. Verse 7, the people of Biblios. Uh, Biblios, these are the people of present-day Lebanon. So here we have in this prophecy, you have in the middle of present-day Jordan, the Moabite, the children of Lot, the older son, you have to the south of Moab, you have the children of Esau, I'm sorry, not, yeah, Esau, Jacob's brother. Now you have the people living in Lebanon. Now he mentions Ammon. These are the, this is the uh, son of Lot through the younger daughter living to the north part of northern area of present-day Jordan. Then you have Amalek, which I think lived just to the east. Then you have Philistia, which would be the Gaza Strip. And, and the Philistines, uh, according to the Bible, these are uh, people that are wanderers. They, they wander, they're, they're strangers, uh, and they end up along the coast in southern Israel, just above Egypt. And then that little strip going north. And uh, so it's the land that is southwest of present-day Israel. And the inhabitants of Tyre. The inhabitants of Tyre would be along the seacoast, kind of to the west of present-day Lebanon. So that whole area from the Mediterranean north above Israel, going east into Syria, Damascus, into the area of present-day Amman, Jordan, dropping down along the Jordan River to the east of the Jordan River, the tribe of Ammon to the north, in the middle of present-day Jordan, Moab, the children of Moab, to the south, down toward the ocean, the sea, you have present-day Esau. So, we'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll continue. 1360KHNC.com for podcasts for the Olive Tree Program. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that start around $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? 
because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Neil Desperandum, never despair. That is the motto for you and me. All are not dead, and where there is a spark of patriotic fire, we will rekindle it. Samuel Adams. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus If you know what's coming, you can prepare. If you realize and you have the, if God will open your eyes and show you we're in the last decade, it will break the power of dreams that you may have which are not of God. Everybody, we all have dreams. We all have desires. We have, uh, there are plans that we make in our future. If you see, if God will open your eyes and show you we're in the last decade, we're already, we've moved into the last decade. We're a year, maybe two into it. Then, the plans and the dreams that you have that are not of God, they will have no hold or power over you. You will not live a lie. You will not make lies your refuge. You will have clarity of mind and your purpose will change. If we're in the last decade, we Christians, it means that the presence of Christ is, is near. Now many Christians use that word parousia, meaning that we will have the presence of Christ, meaning uh, Christ's return, He can return at any moment. He cannot return at any moment. He made it clear in the prophetic scriptures. Events have to take place. And He cannot return until certain events take place. He cannot return until after the destruction of the United States of America. He cannot return until after the seven-year tribulation has concluded. People may not, you know, they don't want sound doctrine. But it's okay. Well, it's not okay. You should desire sound doctrine because it keeps your feet planted. Prophecy, though you may differ on doctrine, you cannot, there's no... Uh, 
with doctrine with with eschatology there's no uh you have to accept it for what it is if it says there's a tribulation coming there's a tribulation coming you can't stop it you have to adjust to prophecy the adjustments you are going to make you these adjustments are made as you see the prophecy unfolding the children of Israel when it was time for them to leave the wilderness they didn't have a choice because if they would have remained in the wilderness they would have not had the miracles and the protection during the day with the cloud or the pillar of fire at night to be there to protect them to warn them in the cold of the desert once God made it clear that they were to leave Egypt uh, to leave the wilderness they had to move as Moses had instructed and Moses had given Jeremiah uh, uh, I'm sorry had given uh, Joshua given him the responsibility of moving the children of Israel out of the wilderness across the Jordan River west into present-day Israel they didn't have a choice and they had to move with the change we Christians changes has come we're in the middle of change uh, but if you see what is coming you will make adjustments according to what's coming people that don't see what's coming they're going to probably have want to you know the dreams we all have dreams uh, a future college a marriage a family a career which is natural but if you see what's coming you'll know you're going to know not to build your house on sand sand is unstable you can't set a good foundation on sand if you know the area where you're going to build a home for example if it's sandy forget it you want to find a bedrock prophecy shows you where the bedrock is prophecy shows you where the sand is you cannot put your help, your hope in man. Cursed is the man who puts his hope in man. You can't do it. Prophecy shows you, we believers, we're at the end. We're going to close out this age. We've been given instructions on what to do. We are to proclaim the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was at hand 2,000 years ago. They were living in the reality of the kingdom of heaven. We have been living in it for 2,000 years. But now we are at the end of it. Just up the road aways, Christians, children, uh, to your family of God. Just up the road, just a little ways up, is eternity for us. 
because, as I was mentioning at the break, this matter of the parousia, the presence, the parousia is for Christians. It's not for the children of Israel, the elect of God. It's not for the world. The parousia, or the presence of Christ, is where we meet Christ in the air. We're not here when He returns. His return to the earth to judge takes place maybe 30, 40 days later. We, His presence, as His presence draw near, His presence means resurrection. That's what His presence means to we believers. His resurrection. Our resurrection. Our our, uh, exchange. We're going to exchange at that resurrection. There's going to be an exchange takes place. We're going to take the body that we have presently and we're going to turn it in for a new body. A new spiritual eternal habitation. A new home. A home for our soul. And that occurs at His presence. Because we will be in His presence. We will not be distant. We will be in His presence. We will be resurrected to His presence, to before Him. And like like uh, you walk outside in the morning and it's a sunny day, you walk into the presence of the sunlight. That is exactly what it will be like for us. This is parousia. Parousia, parousia, there are different ways that people pronounce it. The presence of Christ. But before the, we before we are in the presence of Christ, there are prophecies that have to take place. We, we are in the prophecies right now of birth pains in, Re, in Matthew chapter 24, of birth pains. We're in the time of hardship that takes place before a birth. That's the time that we're in. What you're seeing with the the viruses, the vaccinations, with the wars, with the economy, with food prices, gas prices, we're in a time of birth pains, a time of hardship, but not like the actual birth of the tribulation of the tribulation period tribulation two sections a first section three and a half years it's going to be very difficult it will be a time where the children the body of Christ will turn on each other the children the Christians will turn on each other the Christians who are carnal who live in the flesh who don't know scripture who don't know prophecy, they will turn on the Christian people that are righteous, that are upright, that are holy, 
that are God-fearing, they will turn brother against brother. But that's only tribulation. Then in the second half, then the government will turn in America. Then this government will, this will be great tribulation. But this, these happen before we are in the presence of Christ. Before we walk out of a dark house into the sunlight. When we walk into that sunlight, that will be the day of resurrection. And we will be right in the presence of Christ, each one of us. And there, at that judgment seat of Christ, in that parousia, in that time, when the presence is not distant, but the presence of Christ is right there. We are in, right before Him, in the presence of Jesus Christ, in the presence of God Himself. That is what the parousia is. And the men in this country that have been teaching on this, they don't have any idea really what they're talking about. They really don't. The teachers of this land, not all of them, but most, don't have, number one, an idea of where we are in the prophetic timetable. They don't really understand uh, the growth process of the Christian from being born again to maturity. They are unclear about many of the scriptures uh, that even talk about um, what a what we as a church are. We are an army. They don't know what we as a church were commissioned to do. We are to be light. We are to be salt. We are to, in our, in the little micro world where God has placed us in His sovereignty, we are to be effective uh, as Christ has grown in us. And even children in Christ they make, they make the Lord known because they're so excited about the Lord. They cannot stop but talk to everyone about how wonderful this person is. Well, that shouldn't be just our experience when we first meet Christ. We should, as we grow through the years and mature, we continue to express it and present Christ to everyone around us. It, w it might be difficult. Uh, it might be it causes discomfort. It's okay. God is with us. He is with us. He's not against us. He's for us. And he did say we would suffer hardships, persecution, even death. But we wait after we're martyred or after we die. We wait in the earth for his presence. Because on that day, when that day is, some people say we can't know the day or the hour. Well, that's true. We may not know the day or the hour, but we can know 
the month. We can know the season, winter, spring, summer, fall. We can know the year. It's clear in the scripture that once Antichrist signs an agreement with Israel, a president of America signs an agreement with the prime minister of Israel, seven year, a seven-year period of tribulation has begun. And after the and each year is 1,260 days. And that first half of tribulation is exactly three and a half years to the day. The 1,261st day starts the next great tribulation, which will be 1,260 days. And when that is concluded, that full seven years is finished. After that full seven years is finished, there is another 75-day period of time for the finishing touches of all the prophecies about the time in which we live. After the tribulation, the seven years of tribulation is over, one of the first things that happens is God is ready to bring His children into His presence. That's one of the first things that happens. And the Christians that for the seven year period, the last three and a half years that have gone into hiding, that have basically disappeared, there, there is no uh, evidence of Jesus Christ on the earth except through people that are, are going to be found and martyred. So in other words, basically in that last three and a half years, the churches are basically non-existent to some degree. After the seven years is over, according to Revelation 11, out of nowhere, Christians come up and begin to testify one more time and speak about their Messiah, about their Christ. And the world thought that Jesus Christ through his people was completely eliminated off of the earth. Well, then all of a sudden, they stand up and begun, begin to be active once again, openly, in the societies of the world, and begin to speak boldly about Christ once again. And it brings great fear upon the nations, because the nations thought they were rid of, especially the nation of the area of the uh, the uh, Antichrist's uh, domain, they thought Christ was completely eliminated. The Christians stand up, great fear comes upon the people, and then according to Revelation 11, there is one word spoken, or, or there is one thing spoken, and the word is this, come up here. Now, he's not talking to Israel. He's not talking, that word isn't to the nations. It is to the church, to all of the seven churches. Come up here. The Catholics, Lutherans, Presbyterians, Evangelicals, Pentecostals, the dead Christians in the heart of the earth, come up here. We'll be back.
conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. Edward Bernays, Propaganda, 1928. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hey, folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. The P.E. Gun Show, January 22nd and 23rd, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm giveaways, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Buy, sell, or trade, and $50 CCW classes on both days. See P.E.Shows.com to register. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at the show. So now, you know, uh, you have an advantage. The advantage you have is you're not going to be disillusioned. You're not going to believe a lie. You're not going to believe that that everything is things are going to turn around. Things will be well. The economy is going to come back. You're not going to be disillusioned. You're not going to believe that lie. You're not going to believe the lies of the men in the body of Christ who have positions of, uh, of authority that uh, the lies that they will say that America is not in the Bible, that the Christians are going to be taken out of the world before Christ returns. Well, they will be, but at the, at the resurrection, but we will not be taking out, taken out of the world in an early rapture or a, a later rapture or multi-rapture. No, there is only one rapture. And that rapture that I'm talking about is called resurrection. 
That is to the presence of Christ. The presence of Christ, Christ is making himself known through the environment, through the prophecies, through the wars, through the diseases, through the earthquakes, through the volcanoes, through uh, inclement weather, man-made inclement weather, changes in the weather made by man because man will have that technology. Everything that we're seeing is Christ is speaking to his people, especially to his seven churches. The book of Revelation was written to the seven churches. It wasn't written to the world. It wasn't written to uh, uh, the elect of God, present-day Israel. They can benefit from it. But that book was the, the love of Almighty God to his churches because he wanted his churches to be healthy, to be well, to be ready at all times. No, he could not come 40 years ago. He could not come 100 years ago. He cannot years. He cannot come until after. He cannot raise us to be with him into his presence, into his parousia. That cannot happen until after the seven-year tribulation is over. Then we will stand in his presence. We will walk out that door into the sunlight and we will be in his presence. But not until then. We have an advantage. I would ask you, tell your friends, your family members, uh, if they don't like solid doctrine, it's okay. They cannot argue with prophecy. They can't. You can argue, argue and debate doctrine, but you cannot debate prophecy. You can discuss prophecies. Everyone can present their opinion, their view, their convictions. But then eventually, those convictions, views, will be tested. What I'm presenting to you is going to be tested. But for Northern Colorado and the plan of God in Northern Colorado, that plan is that God's children in Northern Colorado, in this move of God, in this, in this area, what will change them is not doctrine. It will change the view of the prophecies of the time that we live in. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell those that uh, you feel need to, that are blind, that need uh, to see the time that we're in, let them know. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. We'll be back for the final hour. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree Ministry. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop button. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. 
We have new state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and dry it. Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. That's 568-6898. Hey guys, Tommy with Revo Knives. Wanted to let you know that we're bringing our knives laser engraved here for 1360 KHNC. You can pick them up at 2 South Parish Avenue here in Johnstown at their radio station. They're laser engraved with their logo. We're really proud to partner with them and have our Revo knives on display, all for you guys to carry with your EDC rotation. Certainly can't underestimate the quality or the value you get for the money. Stop by and see them today or pick one up at RevoKnives.com. Living sharp is a lifestyle here at TBBs. You need to look sharp, carry sharp, and most importantly, be sharp. Let us show you how sharp it can be today. We're pushing ourselves to take as many walk-ins at both locations, but if we can't squeeze you in, we'll make a convenient appointment for you. Give us a call at 970-617-2158 for our Loveland location located at 4th and Garfield or in Mead at 720-745-0783 on the southeast corner of Highway 66 and I-25. If you're tech savvy, hit us up on tommysbarbersandblades.com and as always, live sharp. The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love. Frederick Bastiat. Hello, Kathy here from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. Here's another maintenance tip for your dishwasher. Always turn the hot water on at the sink before turning on your dishwasher. Every now and then, check under the dishwasher and sink for leaks. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. Hey, all you Sharp community members. Are you ready for the next level in your haircut? If you live up here in northern Colorado, visit us in Loveland at 4th and Garfield. You can always have a walk-in, but we highly recommend an appointment. Give us a call at 970-617-2158. Or if you live a little south, we have a shop for you in Mead, Colorado on Highway 66 and I-25, just behind the tractor supply. Give us a ring at 720-745-0783, and we can get you set up with a convenient appointment. We look forward to seeing you at either shop and taking care of the family. And as always, live sharp. As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The P.E. Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival, and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. 
the new 90,000 square foot premier events expo center located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34 is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEshow.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEshows.com, 970-663-9101. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the station at 970-587-5003. Again, 970-587-5003 and ask for the Rev. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. On August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And my contact information, which I should give out and I always forget, is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree program. I also host The Present Truth through the week, uh, also on podcasts, and other programs that are here on the station are on 1360khnc.com. 
you have an advantage. If you know the future, then uh, you're going to make decisions that are going to be advantageous to you and your family, to everyone that you love. One thing about prophecy, it affects young and old. It's like a prophecy is like a hurricane. When a hurricane comes, everybody will be affected. The plants, the animals, individuals, people, structures, cities, nations. Prophecy, with prophecy being fulfilled, it involves everybody. When uh, eventually Armageddon, it will involve the whole world. And Armageddon isn't the last step. After Armageddon is over, and the armies of armies of the nations that have come to destroy Israel, then there is going to be the period of rounding up of all the wicked that weren't at Armageddon. Because you see, they're still going to hide throughout the nations. They're going to be hidden, some of them down in these deep underground cities. But Christ must fulfill all prophecy before the first day of the coming millennial kingdom. Because He's held His own laws. He cannot work on the seventh day. So that means that Christ has to conduct, conclude all of the business rewarding the righteous, judging, punishing the wicked, and the whole earth will be quiet, be still, at peace. And then, when Christ comes through the eastern gate into the temple area to be on that day he will have conducted finished all of his duties that he is responsible for that has been that he's been responsible for in the previous 6 days or the 6000 year period of time once he is anointed king. We are in the, the, the millennial kingdom. The world will be in the millennial kingdom. There will be no more work. He won't round up goats. He, uh, the wicked people, they will be judged. Everything will be concluded. Then the thousand year period. A millennial kingdom. The scripture lays it out. But the mysteries of the scripture have been hidden. Now, in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, I think it's 22.10, I'm going to read that to you, because you want to know. Okay. Chapter 22, Revelation, verse 10. And he said to me, Seal not 
seal not the sayings of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. All of the prophecies in the book of Revelation must be unsealed for the, per, for the sake of his body for the seven churches. All the mysteries of God will be made known so that God's children in the time that we're in, in the last decade especially, will not, they will not have any curveballs thrown at them. They will see clearly no mysteries, uh, no parables, nothing sealed, everything out in the open, made known to his children. All of the little mysteries in the Bible, things that don't make sense, that didn't make sense, will be revealed so that God's children can see clearly. The children that I'm talking about is I, I do present what I present to the whole, to all of God's children, Catholics, Lutherans, Orthodox, Pentecostals, Baptists, uh, Messianics. Everything is presented to all. But in the whole family of God, because most of the family, they don't have an ear to hear, they don't have eyes to see, their heart is far from God. God is directing the best to what he calls the ecclesia to this army that is standing that the gates of hell are not prevailing against. So you have in the family of Christ, you have the carnal Christian, not, not ecclesia, and then you have the spiritual family that live by the spiritual by the Spirit, the Ecclesia. The whole family of God is not the Ecclesia. It's just the family of God. The Ecclesia, in Matthew chapter 16, I think it's verse 16 or 18, says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the builded Ecclesia. So does that mean that not all of the family of God is builded in the sense of a building? That is correct. Most of the family of, of God, the Christians in the seven churches, you have the overcomers and the non-overcomers. The non-overcomers are not considered to be the ecclesia. The ecclesia is, are the faithful, consecrated believers that take their Christian life most seriously. That the Christian life is the most serious uh, part of their existence. The principle would be all the apostles and the members of the early church, these, the, the individuals, men and women, that were in a room the night of resurrection when Christ came to visit after his resurrection, after he'd been inaugurated, after he had been appointed heir of the universe, he visits them and breathes into them and asks them, and he says, doesn't ask them, he says, receive ye the Holy Spirit. 
and He breathes into them. In that principle, this is the ecclesia. If you are allowing Christ to breathe into you, to speak to you, to give you insight, to direct you, you are part of this overcoming group that the gates of hell is not prevailing against. If you are being prevailed against by the flesh, by the culture, then if God is gracious enough to open your eyes to show you that you are deceived and that you are not uh, walking correctly in life, that you're in bondage to the vices of the world, to vices that you're you're seeking after vain things, like David said that, uh, or like it said in Ecclesiastes, vanity is vanity, all things are vanity. A, a future without Christ, a future without serving the Lord faithfully, is vanity. There's no, it's, it's just vain. There's no uh, reward. There is nothing that will last your life is meaningless, vanity, you're vain. But Christ can change that. It takes your willingness to allow Him to give Him permission to help you in your spiritual walk. Everything is available to you. Everything is available like for a dinner. Everything is on the table. Everything, the, everything, the uh, your plate, your silverware, everything is available, but you just have to sit down and begin to enjoy what is already there. But many people will not come to Christ as that table to enjoy all that He is. He's everything. Everything. Anything you would need, He is. And we have moved into a time where now more than ever, God's children need the miracles that are necessary for their daily, their, their, for every day, and for your future. Vision is, in America, the men that will be the most effective will be the men who have vision and who can, can expound and present and explain to God's children where we are in time. You know, like this song by Neil Diamond, Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show. That is you, you prophetic people. That is you, you who, are, who have the intuitive giftings, which every Christian does have. You, every one of you, you have a prophetic gifting. You just have to use it. You have to know what it is. One thing about the prophets of Israel, they were righteous, they were holy, they didn't have any guile. They never, ever 
presented anything to the children of Israel in the sense of pointing to anything but God. They never said, well, you know, if you go to this idol, this idol will help you, that idol will help you. Any prophet that would point you to angels, to other uh, spirits, to anything other than Christ is a false prophet. The prophets pointed out the idolatry to the children of Israel and they made it clear these idols didn't speak, couldn't see, couldn't hear. They were dumb. Anybody that tells you that there is an alternative to Christ is a false prophet. If there is an alternative to the teachings of Christ, something different, like Kabbalah, false prophet, that you can attain to godliness through certain methods, such as yoga, things of that nature, meditation, is a false prophet. Anyone who leads you to anyone or anything other than the Lord Jesus Christ is a false prophet. Anyone that, and the, and the prophets, they themselves, you, if you want to be effective with the Lord, you have to be holy. You have to stay away from things that will defile you. You have to be righteous. Your conduct must be right and just, just in a natural, in the natural world. You can't, you should not, and you cannot have a guile or hidden motives. You want to do this for that, or this, or whatever. I have a friend that, or not a friend, somebody I knew when I was living in Las Vegas. This guy, he would go pray for you, cast out demons, but you had to pay him. I'm not saying that you shouldn't uh, uh, assist those uh, and help those that do things for you in a spiritual sense. But this guy wouldn't do anything unless he was paid. And one day he went to, I told this story before. There was an individual that had, she knew she needed deliverance. But this guy, yep, but you got to pay me. That's what they do in the, in the occult world. You, you want something, you pay me, and whatever you want, all it'll happen. So, last time that she's with this guy, he's casting a spirit out of her, and she's sitting, and she saw the spirit leave her, and it was in the form of a snake, and it went down off of her leg, out of her body, across the floor, and right up the pant leg of this guy. And uh, she paid him, and he went his way. The next day, he called her, and told her that he would not ever do deliverance for her again because his leg had swollen and uh, he knew that it was a demon, a spirit. He never helped her again. 
That's what happens to these people that do this for money. Eventually, a snake will get them. They receive freely. They need to give freely. Not to say that that men and uh, individuals that help other individuals, there shouldn't be, you know, gratitude in one way or another. But they cannot do it. They cannot do anything with a motive. No guile. They have to, to do whatever the Lord tells them to do, regardless. Not for profit, not for anything. I'm going to go back to, in the second hour I began with Psalm 83. All the prophecies in Psalm 83, Israel being victorious over all the surrounding nations to the north, east, south, and to the south east and to the southwest and the enemies within the borders of Israel this prophecy will take place in the last decade and I ended up with verse 7 now the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for the olive tree ministry verse 7 the people of Biblios or Lebanon Amalek who live kind of in the heart of uh, the area of present-day Jordan. Philistia, who would be the Philistines living in the Gaza Strip. The inhabitants of Tyre, which are to the, to the west of present-day, and I think south of present-day Lebanon, along the coast. Even Assyria. So Assyria now is interesting. Assyria isn't Iran. It isn't Iraq. It isn't uh, Turkey, but south of Turkey, it would be between Turkey and Iraq, north of Iraq, and between Syria and the western part, and to the western part of Iraq. So there's a little area, a group of people that you would call Assyrians. <laughs> they wouldn't be again, they wouldn't be from Turkey, they wouldn't be from Iraq. They wouldn't be from Syria to the north of Israel, and they'd be in the western. They'd be uh, from the western part of Iraq. These these group of people, they're going to help the people of present day Jordan, which would be Ammon, Moab, and Esau to the south. They're going to help fight Israel. And it says that they will be an arm to the descendants of Lot, Ammon, and Moab. Verse 9, God and what Asaph is seeing from, I think, 2,500 years ago, he's saying, God, in that last decade, do to them what you did back here in our time in the Judges, what you did to Sisera and Jabin during the time of Gideon in the Kishon, Kishon Valley. What you did back here, God, in the time of Gideon, do in the future, in the last decade, early in the last decade, do to these people that attack Israel, do to them what you did to Sisera. 10. They died, they were destroyed at Endor. 
their bodies rotted on the ground. What happened in the time of Gideon, Lord, due to them in the future in the last decade? They have still been your enemies. They've been the enemies of your people, the enemies of Israel. But mainly, God, they've been your enemy. Punish them. This prophecy has not to this day taken place. It's going to take place in the future, but it hasn't. You're going to know when that punishment has taken place because Israel will occupy and control present-day Jordan. Verse 11, Due to their important leaders, to their princes, what you did to Oreb and Zeb. Now Oreb and Zeb, they were princes. And due to these princes, in present-day Jordan, in the last decade, which you did back to Oreb and Zeb. You know, I'm thinking that actually, during the time of Sisera, that was time during the time of Deborah and, and uh, Barak. I have to think about that. I think Sisera was in the time of the judges. And here... Oreb and Zeb are during the time of uh, Gideon. I'll have to look at that. I want to make sure I'm presenting this to you accurately. Now, due to their important leaders, which you did to Oreb and Zeb, who were princes back at that time of Gideon, I believe, due to their princes, which you did to Zeba and Zalmunna. Verse 12, because they said, these individuals said, let, let's take for ourselves the pasture lands that belong to God. Let's take to ourselves the pasture lands that belong to God. So they knew who they were up against. They knew they weren't just fighting the Israelites. They knew they were fighting God. Now here's the thing with Ammon and Moab. Lot did know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He did know who... God was. God, or uh, Lot was a righteous man. He was vexed sore because of the sins of Sodom and Gomorrah. So he knew God. And these Moabites and Ammonites presently, in present day Jordan, they know who the God of Israel is. Because he's the God of their father. They're the descendants of Lot who knew God. Let us take God's pastures. Very interesting. We're going to be back to finish out 30 more minutes. 1360KHNC.com for podcasts. KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with MyKind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. 
Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. This is Kevin LaRusso from Common Nonsense, sponsored by Mac Equipment. If you want to hear more of me, you can listen to me every morning, 7 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, only on 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. So Psalm 83, this prophecy is about to happen. It takes place again in the last decade. I emphasize the de- last decade. Uh, because I know when it occurs. The destruction of the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites in present-day Jordan, Israel must take that land and possess it, because during the time of Antichrist, Israel has to move into that land. When the abomination of desolation comes, they have to flee to that land. And in the way that I view it, Israel clears out her borders so that the prophecy that they will have peace in unwalled villages, that she'll have peace, she won't have any enemies, then there'll be sudden destruction coming. And the sudden destruction coming, if I understand the scriptures correctly, is that is when Russia with Iran and other nations will invade Israel, but invade Israel not in the western, west of the Jordan River. The invasion takes place east of the Jordan River. But to invade Israel, Israel has to, to fulfill prophecy, has to occupy and possess that area. And when Russia, Iran, Turkey, old Soviet bloc nations, Libya, Ethiopia from the south, when they invade, I think Germany is going to have armies in there too, part of a military. When they invade Israel, it's not talking about 
present-day Israel as it exists presently, west of the Jordan River. It's talking about Israel on the east of the Jordan River. Because for that prophecy of Ezekiel 38-39 to take place, for Russia to move to the mountains of Israel, right now Israel doesn't own those mountains in Jordan, doesn't occupy, hasn't taken over that area. But Israel will take it over. That is how that prophecy will come to pass. They descend upon the mountains of Israel like a storm. Well, that's because Israel will occupy that land. And Isaiah, I'm sorry, Psalm 83 is talking about the war that Israel, the conflict with the surrounding areas. Once the terrorists are out of Lebanon, out of Tyre, out of Syria, out of Damascus, they have been dealt with in present-day Jordan, in the Gaza Strip, along the Mediterranean to the south. Uh, some of the enemies from eastern Saudi Arabia at the southern border of Israel to the east. Once they're taken care of, Israel will be a nation without borders. There will be no hostile hostilities directed at Israel. It will have dealt with thoroughly all of the terrorist enemies. Thoroughly. Again, like I said in the, I think in the second hour, the individual that has the psychological makeup to carry out this coming conflict is Benjamin Netanyahu. Right now, Benjamin Netanyahu doesn't have anybody, anyone in Israel that is going to challenge him. His party is united. And the people behind him are not the what they would call the beautiful people of Israel, the powerful people that have ties to the West, to international, to the world, New World Order. That is not necessarily Benjamin Netanyahu's base. His base are more radical, orthodox, the religious groups, the people that want Israel protected at all costs, that want more cities, uh, more building, that uh, this is who Netanyahu's base is. And Netanyahu has made it clear to the international community that the international community is now dealing with a new Israel. It's a new, completely different creature. What it was during this uh, rule of Lapid is much is not anything near what Lapid what Lapid wanted to do. Netanyahu is not not even going to yield to the international community, to the UN, to the wishes of the US, to the Arab nations. Israel is going to uh, Netanyahu's plan is to work out relationships with the Arab nations and to protect Israel's interests. He is the individual 
I believe, that is going to fulfill this prophecy in Psalm 83. Now, I'm going to go on here. I think I can get through another eight, nine verses. Verse 12. They again, they said, let's take for ourselves the pasture lands that belong to God. So in this next, in this next conflict coming, these groups in present-day Jordan, they want, because Jordan's kind of a desolate area, they want the pasture lands of present-day Israel. And if they can invade Israel, they will take over very fertile, very, I mean, Israel grows so many vegetables, produce for the European nations. They want those pasture lands for cattle. My God, verse 13, Asaph says, But God, my God, make them like a tumbleweed, like chaff blown away before the wind, rootless and landless. Be like a fire that burns a forest, or like flames that blaze through the hills, mountains. This is this description of the conflict in the war to come. There's going to be immense judgment. Fire is going to be a storm. And Israel is going to be so victorious, very victorious. Chase, pursue them with your storm, your tempest. Frighten them, terrify them with your wind. The wind and the storm is going to be Israel's military. Israel's military is going to be just like a storm, something from the air, a hurricane, the wind from above. Verse 16, cover, fill them with shame. Then the people will look to you and they will seek you, Lord, the children of Israel within the nation. Make them afraid and ashamed forever. Disgrace, humiliate them and destroy them. Then they will know that you are the Lord that only you are God, the Most High, over all the earth. And not all of the Ammonites, Moabites, are going to be destroyed. They have a purpose in the coming millennial kingdom. Now that is just Psalm 83, talking about Ammon, Moab. I do have uh, Jeremiah 49 and Jeremiah 48. This goes into a clear description of Ammon and Edom. And it also is talking about in these two chapters concerning Ammon and Edom. I'm sorry, not an Edom, but Ammon and Moab and Edom. It is talking about the prophecies that will be fulfilled in the last decade. So not only do you have Psalm 83, but you have an additional Writings of Jeremiah 48-49. Not only that, but you have additional writings of Ezekiel chapter 20. Let's see, what was it? Ezekiel, um, I think it was Ezekiel 24. No, I'm sorry, Ezekiel 25, which also talks about Ammon. Remember, Ammon is a younger brother, but also Ezekiel 25, so Jeremiah, 
Ezekiel, Isaiah also is speaking of the last ten years when Ammon, Moab, Edom, Damascus, Jeremiah talks about, I'm sorry, Isaiah 17 talks about Damascus, a city being completely annihilated by fire. And the God that they worship in that area is Ben-Hadad. Ben-Hadad is the God of fire. And that is how they want to worship the God of fire. Well, God will use that God of fire to destroy them. And these palaces of Ben-Hadad are going to be completely destroyed by fire. So you have Ezekiel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, the book of Psalms, talking about present-day Jordan, Lebanon, Tyre, Syria, Damascus, Gaza Strip, West Bank, Southeast Israel, or the western part of the little leg of Saudi Arabia, the sons of Ishmael, and the punishment that is going to come that is not yet to this day taken place. And all of these punishments come at the, in the same conflict. I don't know how long the conflict will last. I don't know if I don't I I know that it will be at the same time and Israel does have a way to deal with the enemies in Lebanon, Tyre, Syria, Damascus and in Jordan all at the same time. He has a way to do it. Israel can do it. They have the technology, they have the military, they're ready. They are totally stockpiled for this coming conflict when it occurs. Ezekiel. We in the body of Christ, this is one of the, this will happen. And God is trying to warn the Christian people. And the only way he can warn them is through prophecy. They don't care about doctrine. They don't care about theology. He will warn them through prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. Christ will warn his children through prophecy. And many of the men who have been in these positions of power are hirelings. They're going to be run out of the dodge. They're going to be run out of town. They're going to be, their positions are going to be vacant. And because so many Christians have never learned to stand on their own two feet, so to speak, are going to uh, have a hard time. They're not going to recover. A Joel Olstein, this guy finally, God brought the punishment on Joel Olstein through a hurricane. And Joel Olstein now, we all see what he's about. He and his wife started a new business. And I guarantee you, many of the old Olstein congregation members are buying and spending their money with him still. Hireling. It's evident. Those that now want to defend him, you can defend him all you want. But you see what the fruit is. You see what the tree is all about.
And this is going to happen with many others. It's already begun. But, the Holy Spirit is raising up godly prophets that are that have studied the scripture there they have integrity they are right in their conduct and they're getting more accurate in their understanding of God his plan doctrine theology eschatology and historical events and they are now uh, the Holy Spirit is revealing to them a greater plan. Simply, America's in the Bible. Babylon the Great. The culture, Revelation chapter 18. God-hating culture, Christian-hating culture, a nation that will kill be responsible for the death of people internationally. Revelation chapter 17. A nation with seven kings, the final real, the, the final seven real presidents or kings of the nation. And chapter 17 reveals the corruption of the woman within the nation that is responsible for just uh, evil. The last seven presidents of the nation and the authority and the power of that nation and the power of the Antichrist who has taken over and will take over the seat of power in this nation and how the other nations will be powerless until he decides to work with them in the destruction of America. Nothing is going to be hidden. Nothing is hidden. Everything is now out in the open. But there is a spirit that covers the land. There is a covering over the world. And that covering is to keep God's children, their minds locked up in blindness, to keep them deaf to what is occurring around them. It is a very powerful spirit. This spirit that rules this nation is very powerful. The Christian Christians in this nation these spirits, the powers of the air working together, their objective was to bring blindness to all of God's children. And it has been effective. For the most part, it has been very effective. I've heard some of the top leading men of this nation, they will not address this matter of, is the United States in the Bible? If they do address it, they say it's in the years to come. I say no. We're in the last decade. The advantage you have is if what I'm saying is true, 
And I, I will say this before I end the program. That the uh, prophecies in the Bible are accurate. They're accurate. The interpretation has always been the problem. Now, my, interpreta my interpretation I presented to you. Now you can test to see how accurate they are. We're going to finish out in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. J.D. here, and I want to tell you about a new program being offered here at KHNC. We've got a limited number of one-hour time slots available on the weekends that we're going to offer to people who would like to have their own radio show. So if you've ever wanted to be on the radio, this is your chance. Give us a call here at the station at 970-587-5003. Again, that's 970-587-5003. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Reasons to Own Gold Brought to you by The Patriot Trading Group At allamericangold.com Reason number 647 Most people don't even know That the courts have already ruled Once money is deposited into the bank The bank owns the money And the depositor is merely An unsecured creditor Of the bank which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Can you imagine what it would look like if we, the people, actually enforced the Constitution? After all, we are the only ones who are authorized to do so. After more than 75,000 hours spent in R&D and hundreds of chapters developed across this republic, we have the tangible path to reclaiming America again. All we need is you. Join us today at tacticalcivics.com and bring your county into this responsible way of life. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. We have concluded three hours now of the present truth. I'm sorry, not the present truth. But during the week, from 2 to 3, Monday through Friday, I host the present truth. So you can join me during the week. Then on the weekends, from 9 to noon every Sunday, 
the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. You can contact me at Rick at uh, Olive Tree Ministry or Rick Rodriguez at uh, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts, again, for the programs are on 1360KHSC.com. I was finishing off that last segment by saying this. Prophecy, all that the prophets in the Scripture and the apostles and Christ himself, all the prophecies, Moses, that is accurate forecasting, just like forecasting the weather. Every prophecy is accurate. Accurate forecasting. The inaccurate interpretation has always been the problem. Going back into the time when I became a believer in the 70s, many many prophecies, many people speaking things about the end time didn't come to pass. Their views, their opinions, the, uh, the thoughts that they may have had concerning certain prophecies, uh, it was inaccurate forecasting, inaccurate interpretation. The prophecies are accurate forecasting. Inaccurate interpretation has always been the problem. I presented to you, I'm taking the principle of what Paul told the Corinthians. He heard that there were divisions because of doctrine, things of this nature. But he said this, he said, It's okay. Let people talk. Let them present their doctrine, their view. Because this way, when it's tested, then you're going to know who is approved. You're going to know who are inaccurate. And with these, what I'm presenting, you can watch and see. It will be tested. I'm just taking the principle that Paul presented. I'm presenting my view, what I see, my interpretation. God will test it. This way, in the future, those that are accurate, God's intention is that His children will listen to those who have His Spirit and, and understanding and knowledge of the time. We are at the end of the world. We are in the last decade. All the prophecies and all everything spoken of about the last decade, we are involved already. It's not coming. We're involved in it. It's like being in a, a vehicle. You're in the vehicle. The vehicle is traveling. You have no say as to where that vehicle goes. Prophecy is identical to that in principle. We don't have a say. We have to go with the prophecies of the time. We're done with today's program. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord Jesus open your eyes. May He give you a spirit of knowledge and understanding in the time in which you live. May He bless you. May He bless you and open your eyes. God bless you.
Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 